How dare you open your foul mouth to me, Negress? What's that from? Um, Fern Gully. Negress? <laughs> no, it is from uh, Coven. American Horror it Story. That is, is American Horror Story. <laughs> she spit that shit out. Yeah, it didn't seem hard. All right, welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm Eric Brooks. I am Pat McGrath, and this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Yes, thank you indeed for coming and joining the show again. Um, what's up? What, what do you you want to share the, your emotions with the, with the <laughs> Emotions children? make you cry sometimes. Um, you know, I'm okay. Things are steadily improving as far as my mental health goes but it's slow and steady so you know i'm just continuing to truck along and trying to manage everything i have going on because it feels kind of overwhelming at times but yeah that's pretty much it what about you how are you feeling um i'm really tired that's nothing new um but you know we're here we've got things to look forward to show awards um Mm -hmm. what a time yeah so whatever it's it's crazy so let's talk about some people who are black and doing excellent things sounds delightful we're gonna start with uh damar hamlin damar hamlin plays american soccer Mm-hmm. Which is what I call football. That that is what you say. Yes, it is. For the Bills? The Bills. The Bills? The Bills. And he received the NFL Player Association's Allen Page Community Award. Just last week, I believe, this is a word that is meant to recognize players who go above and beyond to perform community service in their team, city, and or hometown, which is what Mr. Hamlin has been doing. He says, one of my favorite quotes is, it's a blessing to be a blessing. With that being said, I plan to never take this position for granted and always have an urgent approach to make a difference, making a difference in the community where I come from and also communities across the world now that uh this moment was undercut i think by some jacket drama like he went to the super bowl and he had a jacket on that had like like some weird depiction of jesus like i did not see that let me look that up real quick he had on this like varsity style jacket that had like jesus on a cross in the back but then the head was like this fucking like murakami style like grotesque image oh, with like a bunch of eyes and I colors see it. and stuff yeah oh god oh lord <laughs> so i guess that pissed some people off you know uh, namely adrian peterson who went back and forth um but anyway good for you doing good things in your community sorry um, speaking of Super Bowl, Shirley Ralph performed Lift Every Voice and Sing mm. while looking like all of the muses, like a lifted goddess. 
Um, and I stand for all things Shirley Ralph. I have, I think, since my first walking days. Um, so there's that. I still want her to play my mama and <gasps> yes! the story of my life. Yes. I have for probably the past, I don't know, eight years. Um, so that was magnanimous. What? And I teared up. I literally got emotional. It was it was already like a beautiful rendition of the song. But the way she sing, like she is a true performer. She's not just going to get up there and stand and sing like she is emoting through the song. She is giving you the song and the loving diva. and sounding incredible She's at the same time. Right. I literally teared up. I teared right the fuck up. I said, let me put this on a DVR child because I need to watch this at my leisure. So, so good. Um, in the realm of music as well, there is SZA, who will be named Billboard's 2023 Woman of the Year. Mm-hmm. They are going to be giving her the honor in, at the Women in Music Awards, which is supposed to take place in LA on the 1st of March. And the editorial director of Billboard says... Uh, since she burst onto the scene in 2017, SZA has defied genres and continually released raw, powerful songs, which have landed her in mu- her music on Billboard charts. I think this is like her eighth or ninth week at number one or something. Yeah, yeah, yep. So congratulations to her and her music chart-topping accomplishments. Um... Shirley Rob. Oh, and then I wanted to also give honor to a young man named Kevon Woodard, uh, who is, I think he's nine or ten years old. I think he's ten years old. He's an actor who recently played the character Sam on the new HBO series The Last of Us, which is a televised adaptation of my second favorite video game and probably the best narrative video game. Uh, of all time, the most, the best story told through video game, I'd mm. say, ever. Um, so very beloved. Uh, one of the best characters in the first game. And I think that he played the character expertly. Um, so congratulations to your portrayal and your talent, young man, in acting, as well as in hockey. Apparently... He is a budding hockey star who's known, uh, who's nicknamed Hollywood because of his flashy celebrations at the goal, as well as being very quick and sturdy on the ice. He also happens to be, oh, he says he wants to be the first deaf black player in the National Hockey League. So I see it happening for you, young man. Yeah. So congratulations to all of these people for being black and excellent um, and inspiring. Yes. Amen. Beautiful job, Negroes, as always. And let's get into our pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops, Boners, and All. Yeah. Speaking of being black and excellent in sports and music, how about that Rihanna concert? Wowzers. How about it? <laughs> now. You know, this Rihanna performance, 
I got what I expected to get out of it. Yes, absolutely. Um, Rihanna, especially over the past couple of years, uh, does a very good job of being surrounded uh, by great dancers and doing really great moves together. Like, she's a pop star. Mm -hmm. She's like, she's a great, great pop star. Um, I thought that she looked great. I thought that she sounded good. I thought that the the choreography was really cool and fun. Yes, the stage looked like a Super Smash Brothers. uh, (laughs) It did. It, it, It did look like a stage from Super Smash Brothers. So all of those memes... Chef's kiss. I eat them right up. I think they're all really funny. Um, Prego. Well, okay. Before we get to that mm-hmm. show, the show happened. The Rihanna concert happened. Um, <laughs> betwixt some sports. I mean, sandwiched between some some game. Yeah, that did happen between men out there and their child's play. There was the Rihanna show. Yes. Yes. Um, and I felt like. You know, visually, really breathtaking with some of these shots, especially the stuff they did with them floating platforms and all of the lights in the background. And then just the absolute, just the, the, I mean, I love heights. I would have absolutely signed up for that shit. I would (laughs) have gotten my whole fucking life. But just some incredible, like, I know they obviously had several photographers and videographers on here, but I hope she gets some of that frame for her house because it was just... and I'm sure. And just the... the debut of the pregnancy and, and everybody being like, oh my God, holy fuck, another one is coming and the everything of the outfit, the Aliyah, the Andre Leon Talley, like it was just... Uh, uh. So I get it. I do. I really do. And... Um, I really enjoyed the dancers' choreography as well. And it was a a well-put-together mix of some massive Rihanna hits. And the yeah. fact that we didn't even get... I mean, you can't even get to all of them in a 13-minute performance. That's a, exactly. Because... Like, Rihanna could do, like, four medleys. She has the catalog for it. She does. Mm-hmm. And, and I really love to see a Black woman being like, Just. this is exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm celebrating my body and what it can do. I'm celebrating me and what I have done, the goddamn work I have put in to establish myself up to this point, not even just with the music, but with the other brands she's launching. Like Rihanna has really turned did herself. Did you see her check her, like powder her nose? <laughs> yes, her with her with fucking fencing. Sure did. Sure did. I loved that. I'm like, yeah, and you would, girl. But, you know, it. I just remember there was a time where we were like, God damn, every six weeks, Rihanna is putting out an album like, ah, leave us alone, chill out, like, calm down, enough is enough, like, slow down. And now that it's been some years since Anti, which even she said, I don't know if you read that Vogue interview, but even she said it was like her best work. It's it's like, you know, people are clamoring for more Rihanna music, like, and all she, I'm not saying all as if it's literally all, but she stuck to being herself. She... She let her own personality out. She didn't worry about like following the pop star mold or whatever or trying to be the next whoever. She came up being the first Rihanna. And look at where it got her. Like, I just don't see how I can't hate on that. I'm proud of her and and extremely happy for her. She looks overjoyed. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Island Queen. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, my initial reaction to the new pregnancy was like, God damn, girl, you going through all that all over? Anytime that somebody is, like, pregnant, like, back-to-back like that, I'm just... Because you know, mm-hmm. everyone knows yep. <laughs> how I feel about it. So I'm just like, oh, my goodness. just like, oh, I hope that she got to, like, party and drink and smoke some blunts and do all the things that you can... Nope. You know, today I learned... You know, today I learned that there are some... You can't eat raw vegetables. Which raw vegetables? <laughs> like, there are some raw vegetables I heard that... that oh, probably. Honestly, I don't even know what they are. It's probably bacteria or something on them that you're not supposed to digest. It's all kind of shit they can't do. Can't look at nobody too fast. Can't cross the street by yourself. Like... <laughs> Can't nothing. These people come in and they take over your entire body. They literally drain you of your nutrients so that they can grow. So, but I also understand, you know, she's 35 now. And if you're going to have more than one, I can definitely see being like, girl, let's get to it. (laughs) Hurry up and and let's have these children. And then I'm shutting down shop. So, yeah, Yeah. don't know where she's going to stop, but she looks happy about it. She does look happy and they look so. So cute on that oh cover. Oh my god, of British that Vogue. baby, that baby. Oh, yeah, little chunk. Yes, that little Rihanna forehead, his little nose. Yeah, he look like his mama bad. <laughs> he, do. Yeah. he do, but I really loved reading that. If you haven't read yet that interview in British Vogue um, with Rihanna, you should because it's really good and it sheds, you know. A lot of light on her, on her thought process. If you're wondering where the album is, she addresses that and. Yeah, all of it. She seems like she's in a good space. Converge. Um, speaking of music or making new music, here's someone who is dropping something new soon. Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy Pendergrass? Teddy Pendergrass down? Teddy mm-hmm. T-Pain. Okay. <laughs> Two different people. <laughs> He's called himself so many things. He Teddy has. Payne. So T-Pain is dropping a what? Florida Hero. Mm. Mm. Okay. He's releasing an album called On Top of the Covers. And it's, get this, a covers album. Wow. <laughs> it's in the name. It is. So it's going to be seven songs. I feel like it's more like an EP. That's probably not right. Yeah, EP is probably shorter than seven. I don't oh, remember the number. I don't even know the criteria for each one, honestly. But apparently they will have, uh, they'll feature T-Pain's take on classic pieces of music, such as uh, Don't Stop Believing by Journey, A Change Is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. Wow. That's Life by Frank Sinatra, Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton. Wow. Um, Stay With Me by Sam Smith, War Pigs by Black Sabbath, and Sharing the Night Together by Dr. Hook. So it's like a little something in everything. Oh, yeah. These are songs I've never heard of. The Black the, Sabbath? I don't know who that even is. And <laughs> Of course you don't. Sharing the, the Night only Together? One, I don't know that either. I think that's the only one I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is Sharing the Night Together. Let me see. I probably do know it. I know Frank Sinatra, but I can't, ones, I can't think of that song. I don't know. That's Life. The other ones I know so well that this is probably something I've heard before. He should cover New York, New York. Why? I want to be a part of it. 
I don't know. I just, that's the Frank Sinatra song I know. So, <laughs> oh, but Chris Stapleton, he was the white, the white man who sang the anthem at the um, Super Bowl and he sounded really good. So whoever that is, that might be a good <laughs> song. Um, okay. But yeah, this is, he, he was right about, you know, songs that we would not expect from T-Pain. You damn right about that. <laughs> that list blew my mind. So, I'm I'm excited. I don't know that I've ever heard his natural non-auto-tuned voice. Have I? Really? It's been a while now that he has been like, okay. Oh, well, I mean, to be completely honest. You remember when Jay-Z while. did fuck auto-tune? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yes, I do. Was like this big mm-hmm. middle finger to everything T-Pain was doing at the time. Yeah. We were like, oh, you can't sing. T-Pain actually has a, quite a nice voice. Um... He won the Masked Singer, for whatever it's worth. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I ever... Saw, I basically only just ever looked up Amber's clips from the Masked Singer. No shade to everybody else. Uh, and I don't know that I have sought out a T-Pain song since then, but I have heard that he does have a good voice. So, And this song mm-hmm. selection is extremely interesting to me. So I'll stream it. Yeah. Apparently he'll also have back-to-back shows in March. Uh Pendry West Hollywood. What? At the Sunrose at Pendry West Hollywood. Oh. You want to go hear him sing this music, this music live? Sounds fun. Speaking of music, Ja Rule's pissed that he's not on the Billboard 50 Greatest Rappers list. Mm-hmm. So Billboard put out this list recently. 50 Greatest Rappers of All Time. It features the likes of Jay-Z at number one, Little Wayne, mm-hmm. Nicholas Menagerie, Tupac Shakur, the notorious Big. Um, it's got Andre 3000 on it. It's got, oh my God, it's got lots of people. Who it ain't got is Ja Rule, <laughs> and he's livid. He tweeted after this list came out, there ain't 50 rappers dead alive or waiting to be born better than me. Starting with inaccuracies, I guess. I don't don't know about that. (laughs) Hashtag icon with two N's. I don't know why. Mm -mm. What's What's the relevancy of that? Hashtag vibes? I'm not really sure what the relevance of that is either. At Billboard, congrats to everyone on the list. Well-deserved, but check my resume. Again, hashtag icon with two ends and vibes. Is that like, like a like a line of dad hats or like a... Maybe he put out like an a, album like called... Like a gin he's selling? I don't know. I, I truly don't. I have no idea where he got that from, but the... The whole, there ain't 50 rappers dead alive or waiting to be born better than me is. And you can't go believe in yourself. Really. I mean, true, but that's drag race levels of delusion. You could join the workroom <laughs> if you believe that about yourself, Ja Rule. You fit right in with the rest of them girls. <laughs> he would turn it. He'd be the traitor of the season. <laughs> I'm just saying, dead, alive, or waiting to be born? Are you sure there aren't 50? <laughs> Uh, a little too much dip on your chip there, sir. Sorry, I can't quite co-sign that. He put some stuff on on Twitter and Instagram and whatever. And then uh, cleaned it up or ended it by saying, this is the last thing I'm going to say about the list. Okay. 
I'm pissed because this was not an oversight. It's statistically impossible to comprise this Girl. list without me. So my question to Billboard, who records these stats is what went into this decision to... What? I guess you meant... Okay. Who records these stats and <laughs> what went into the decision to leave me off? Just curious. What? Yeah, you must have meant and. That's not how statistics work. This isn't most successful yeah, rappers of all time. It's like, this is greatest rappers, meaning talent meaning like best and that is completely subjective so it's always going to be up to the opinions of the people making the list it's not a commercially who has sold the most tickets or made the most money off of their music so i don't know why you brought statistics up when that's not that isn't how this list was quantified and i would think you would know that if you read the name of the list okay so i feel like this right and I hope I don't regret saying this. I kind of see where he's coming from, not being on the list at all. And I feel that way after looking at it. Okay. Um, you mean the rest of no. <sighs> Okay. So for me, right, if we're talking about like rap talent, like, Ability to create rap music that is successful slash enjoyable. Okay. And respected. Jadakiss is number 46 on this list. That don't make no sense to me. Lauren Hill is number 30 on this list. That don't make no sense to me. Um, there are some people who are above a Way too many people in front of Andre 3000 for my personal taste. Mm -hmm. It was just like, to me, the list was giving like global impact to hip hop culture slash like Mm -hmm. recognizability. It felt to me like the room when deciding this list, compiling it, um, feature probably more white people than I would have placed in the room. Oh, absolutely. And of a certain age. Mm-hmm. And to that point, it's like, okay, Ja Rule has sold 30 million records worldwide. Ja Rule was singing poorly, but singing on hip-hop rock re- records and, you know, trying to blend R&B into it in his own quote-unquote street way. Long before a lot of these niggas who are doing it normally and regularly today were doing it. And that was in part uh, to his detriment when Curtis Jackson came out and used that very same thing to be like, you're a wangster, bitch made, and all that lully lullaby, Tweety Bird-ass bullshit. Nobody Mm -hmm. wants to hear that. He was making pop songs with Jennifer Lopez and with fucking Mary J. Blige singing and acting in movies like, eh fine right well it's all said and done you not even being 49 i see why your boxers are in a bunch however i can't get by first of all i'm not gonna die in a hill i refuse secondly um i can't get behind the complaining when these lists come out which there's always rapper complaining when these lists come out right and that's something that they bet on here's the thing you you being absent from this list is not going to determine whether or not you get into heaven. 
It's not. Like, this is not your VIP pass to the pearly gates or through them. Right. What might uh, be up for discussion is you having people fly down to the Caribbean and sleep on the ground and eat eat stale bread and romaine lettuce and craft singles. Now that they may want to talk to you about when it's all said and done. But this is not like, and like they're gonna make another one at some point. Not to mention Rolling Stone, Fader, Noisy, MTV. Everybody's gonna do this. I don't know why y'all give these lists so much pressure. It's just a bunch of people who are also skin and bones, and water, saying their opinion, and it doesn't have to line up with yours for you to be valid, valuable. Yep, very true. Right, like, uh, but someone always takes the bait. And of course, Ja Rule is going to be one of them because it's Ja Rule. Well, I so I went and looked this up and Billboard, I guess Billboard and Vibe <laughs> teamed up to do this. So <clears throat> it's almost like Billboard knew that y'all was going to be like, um, what about niggas? But also, I don't know how many niggas are on the editorial team at Vibe these, day, e- these days. Either. I didn't know that Vibe was still operating. Well, that's what it says. Billboard and Vibe. So they limited it to just North America. So like British rappers aren't on it. They also chose to deliberately exclude reggaeton and dance hall MCs. They make that very clear. They were trying to keep it. The pool of nominees, I guess, really focused on North American uh, rappers. But it says they took into Drake. consideration. Oh, well, Canada's. So, North America. Yeah. Body of work slash achievements, cultural impact and influence, longevity, lyrics and flow. And so, again, like, yes, achievements, how much you've sold or whatever is a factor here, but it's not the sole determining factor, obviously. So once again, I'm just not sure why he decided to be like, it's statistically impossible to not have me on this list. Because no, it's not at all. Yeah, no, that part is untrue. <laughs> it is extremely but... possible to not have you on this list. And and I see a few niggas on here that I would have taken off in favor of Ja Rule because I agree that he is talented and people kind of like shit on. I think he's I think he's more talented than niggas give him credit for. I think a lot of people ran with the 50 Cent thing and just kind of like let 50 Cent dictate their opinion about it. But like, would I rather listen to Ja Rule or Future? Me personally, I would say eight and a half times out of ten, I'd rather hear Ja Rule. So... I, you know, I can think of at least one nigga I would have replaced on this list with him. So, but again, this thing, this it ultimately does not really matter. Future he knows what he's saying. I, I never know what that nigga is talking about. Like, I can maybe quote two or three future lines because normally it's just like a general sound and and a vibe. So, <laughs> I yeah, this isn't. Somebody does, like you said, somebody always gets worked up behind these lists. And it they're not giving away like million dollar prizes for being on this list. You get some space, you get some space on their website and a a tag on their Instagram, and that is it. So fuck it. Buster Rhymes, who did appear on the list, um, is going viral for throwing a drink in a woman's face after she was recorded, apparently touching him inappropriately at the Las Vegas Convention Center um, during some fashion trade show. Oh, Lord. I don't know. But there's a clip of Buster Rhymes 
hulking about with his entourage and people, you know, walking around him. And a woman is seen reaching out and sort of grabbing him or what or patting him on what seems to be his left butt cheek. Um, And he promptly turned around and dashed whatever beverage he had in his hand uh, in this woman's direction. Everyone's shocked. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What not? Yeah. Now, a lot of people weighed in on this um, feeling as though Buster Rhymes did nothing wrong, um, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm done. What what say you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I um I found the video, and so looking at it now, this short little nine second clip. First of all, what did she say that she didn't try to do it? I yeah. So she says. Um, to the shade room, apparently. Oh, Mathis. <laughs> Girl, you giving statements to the shade room. Things are bad. <laughs> of course. I didn't mean to touch his behind, honestly. I was just happy to meet him and wanted to pick. Been a longtime fan. I admit I shouldn't have touched. Oh, so you, like, text or, like, you didn't actually speak vocally with someone because... Mm-hmm. It's very obviously copy and pasted to her message here. There's no punctuation or (laughs) work. Yeah. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. One of the pick, been a longtime fan. I admit I shouldn't have touched him at all, but he's bust out. I felt like I could possibly get a pick. Okay. So you wanted to pick sure with Buster Rhymes for whatever reason in 2023, and you are saying that you felt like you didn't mean to touch his behind? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. What did you mean to, to do? Like, he's not a small person. There's if, first of all, he has a name. You clearly know it because you put it in all caps here to reference him. You could have called out to him. You could have walked ahead. I mean, their options are clear. I'm not going to do all of that. You didn't have to touch at me as ass. Yep. The same way you didn't have to throw a drink in your face. Um. So, I, I don't know mean, what to do with this one. Well, I mean... I'm looking, like I said, I'm looking at the video. First of all, she's cheesing the entire time. She's so excited. She knows exactly what happened. Yeah, and even when she, on. I think she thought, oh, you know, like, I'm going to tap him to get his attention. He going to turn around and see, like, it's a woman or something yeah. and be like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, beautiful or something. Like, he wasn't going to trip off of that. But also, <laughs> he, all of this happens. He turns around and then throws the drink in, like, a second. So, yeah. I get the feeling that that was more of an it was a reflex. automatic sort of reaction than anything else. So, yeah, it really, I think this was something that he just did because somebody, he felt somebody fucking touching his ass. And again, like she had to reach past the entourage. It was like two or three bodyguards surrounding him. So like, the the whole like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing or whatever. Like, girl, save it. You absolutely knew you had that childish grin on your face the whole time. And it's as much as I can't, you know, necessarily condone throwing a drink at somebody. I understand because it would probably be my first immediate reaction too. if I'm walking around minding my business and you reach out and try to get my attention by tapping my ass. I'm going to turn around and throw something at you, too. Probably. Yeah, I'm probably going to do that. If he or any other nigga had done that to her. Or any other woman. Yep. And they had turned around and thrown a drink in their face. It really wouldn't be a conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody would understand So, that. it's kind of like, do we all go home, Deborah? What do we do? I don't know. What do you want to do here? I mean, I guess it might be worth noting that Buster Rhymes attended anger management in 2015 or something like that after throwing a protein, protein shake in a gym employee's face in Manhattan. Um, But again, this video to me seemed less like I'm going to throw a drink in this person's face because I am man strong and they are woman small weak and more like someone touched my ass and I'm reflex responding to Mm -hmm. it. Maybe work on different reflex responses. That's true. That's true. Also, maybe keep your hands to yourself and don't touch people without their motherfucking consent. Even more true. And I feel like that goes for everybody 
regardless of gender. Keep your fucking hands to yourself or regardless of celebrity status. You don't get to touch male celebrities just because they're celebrities and you've been a fan for a long time and you want a picture. Use your words. And if he doesn't turn around or doesn't stop and give you a picture, then, oh, well, you're not the, the first or the only person that day who wanted something and didn't get it. So act like a fucking adult. I can't blame him, but I also feel like every time I give men some grace in a couple of weeks, they come back and do something heinous. And I'm like, well, I tried. But, yeah, I just don't see I can't fault Buster for, for that reaction because I can see me doing the same thing. I mean, I'm not going to dick ride whatsoever, but Buster Rhymes is a notorious hot mess and also incredibly homophobic so i don't yeah that is also true not trying to give a I'm lot of grace <laughs> not trying gonna to sit here and be like but a spade is a spade sis, so whatever yeah keep your hands to yourself uh speaking of drink throwing glorilla had a drink thrown at her in oh, oakland man. quite recently after she was booked to appear um at a nightclub amongst her you know, blooming popularity. So apparently, people who attended this event at New Caribbean City, Caribbean with a K, okay, (laughs) at the Glorilla San Francisco show, expected for her to perform during this uh, event appearance. But Glorilla was not, in fact, there to perform, but just, you know, pop in, pop out, keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Uh, So some club goer who was upset with this decided to take their open water bottle and throw it in her direction. What? Or in the direction of her and her friends. Um, So the promoter for this uh, party or club who is ironically named Con B uh, posted an alleged contract where it showed that he reportedly allegedly paid $31,000 for Glorilla to come and perform at this party to which she and Yogati both denied that this would have ever been the case Yogati responded on Instagram saying, 30K to perform. You must book Lil Glow, not Big Glow. Glorilla responded on Twitter saying, no way you think I'm performing when you paid for a hosting crazy tale self. I love that she's old in name (laughs) and also in speech. Yep. She sound like a Memphis grandma crazy tale self. Like, (laughs) what? Young people do not talk like that. Anyway, I don't know what the fuck wrong with y'all. Like, I don't give a fuck if you thought you was going to hear FNF or not. You can't throw people drinks at people because you didn't get to hear the little song. Like, I don't know really what's wrong with it. It's going to, like, and then if you get your ass beat, it's like, ooh, mm-hmm. I get rich now. Yeah. Weirdo. Take your motherfucking ass home. It's a song. Yeah, because now you have a battery charge when you was just supposed to <laughs> go out to the club and have you a good time that night. Again, Maybe y'all need to learn how to handle disappointment. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe everybody is just so used to getting what they want when they want it that the people have forgotten that sometimes things don't go your way and you just have to sit with that. Because what would make you think oh, well. that throwing a drink at that girl would, what was she going to do? Then be like, oh, well, 
if you feel strongly enough to better throw a drink, then I guess I'll get my ass up here and do the song anyway. Like, what? No. I don't I just don't understand why y'all behave that way. Uh so last but not least, um there's some drama with Halle Bailey's boyfriend this week and oh, this girl I used to date. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So Halle Bailey is, I guess, still dating this rap nigga named DDG. And oh, DDG is his name, like his initial. Yeah. Whatever. So he used to date this rap girl named Ruby Rose, who, no, is not the white, androgynous, gay lady. No. It's some other girl from wherever she's from. And so, first of all, I guess there were, like, rumors that Hallie and this boy broke up because he unfollowed her and then tweeted some weird cryptic shit about how all girls are the same or some dumb shit. So they probably got into an argument or something. Mm Um, so then I guess a few days later, this girl, Ruby Rose, tweets some shit about how it's, let me say exactly what she said. She said, it's mad, she said it's weird to have your bitch wearing my clothes. Where is it? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Whatever. She had on Halle Bailey posted, uh, I guess, like something on her story of her literally just like it looked like she was in a car somewhere, literally just minding her business, being young and cute or whatever. And she had on a t shirt that I guess this other girl also owns, but maybe she gave it to the nigga or something like that. I don't know. But she's tight about it and it's talking about how, oh my goodness. Um Having your bitch wear my clothes is crazy. That's what she said. And then she later says, I like Kylie DDG, a weirdo for sure. This is so, like, I feel like I'm too old to talk about this. <laughs> I mean, I get it because I think the all of these people are like 22, 23 years old, maybe something like that. So I don't care no more. Listen, so the girl is a rapper. She used to date this nigga two, three years ago. Now he dates Halle Bailey. Um, Again, I'm guessing maybe Hallie and this nigga got into an argument or some shit like that. And so then all of a sudden his ex come out of nowhere and be like, oh, oh she's wearing my shirt. Oh, why are you doing that? Blah, blah, blah. And then try to like post a screenshot or some DMs between him and her. <sighs> and then whatever. So Hallie tweeted, I guess after this, the devil is working. LOL, please don't feed into the lies, especially from a third party. Stay blessed, everyone. Um... And then that was kind of it. I know he posted, like, some shady shit. She subtweeted him afterwards, something like that. All in all, I just feel like Hallie... You are a Disney princess. You're a living icon. You're, like, a vocal gem. You're too cute and too pretty and too rich and too famous. For these ghetto ass shenanigans, when I heard that she went on a double date with this nigga and Krishan and Blueface, I was oh, instantly no. concerned. Oh no. oh 
So all I'm saying to this nigga is keep the doll out of this mess if you're going to be around. Okay? I don't know what the fuck it's going to take. All right? But you should just be happy to be here. Yep. Because <laughs> I don't know nothing you do. Y'all been there for a while at this point. I still ain't never heard nothing that you do. So, oh, except for the time that you said something to the effect of, I thought Martin Luther King ended racism or whatever the fuck when she was getting backlash. Right. And then later tried to say that he was joking or whatever. Tighten up. Tighten up. Yeah. And to her, sweets, anything to do. Do something else. Do my eyebrows. Something, anything else. Because... It's giving thirst. It's giving parchment, no paper. And I'm I'm I don't have time. Or like energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it in the babysitter's club. It's like it's really a messy situation. And on one hand, I feel for her because who hasn't been young and caught up in some stupid shit behind a nigga? We all have. It's just painful to watch it play out with somebody who so many of us have been rooting for her since she was so young. And when we know, like, how this shit goes with niggas, nobody wants to see Hallie lose opportunities or get dragged into bullshit, like, with whoever the fuck this Ruby Rose girl is and all that. Like, nobody wants to see Hallie, who is so full of talent and promise and potential, get dragged down in the mud because of a nigga. But I knew when she started, because I follow her on Twitter and Instagram, and when she started, my man, my man, my man, I love my man so much, all this, I said, here we go, here we fucking go. And then with all this shit went down for her to jump on Twitter and be like, yeah, um, don't be believing the bullshit, especially from a third party. Like, girl, you sound exactly like every other girl who gets cheated on and chooses to believe the nigga instead of what's right in front of her face. And so... As much as I hate it for her, it's almost a rite of passage for most of us to play the fool behind a nigga. And it's just a shame that, you know, it's getting played out on social media, on TikTok and Instagram and all that and, and shit being exposed for the world. But she's not the first or the last to be in a similar situation. I just pray she gets through it, you know, has her people around her if and when things fall apart and yeah, hoping for the best for her. But I knew when she started talking about how she was so in love with this boy and he was in every other picture and video that she posted. And even just a few days ago, talking about, oh, I'm so in love with my man. I love him so much. I'm like, oh, girl, you might as well start the countdown. It's like as soon as you say something nice about a nigga, a countdown in the universe starts to when they are going to embarrass you next. So... I'm hoping for the best for my little young Ariel, but I don't like this boy for her. And I said it. I honestly, from the get-go, was like, look, if Hallie chose him, I want to believe, you know, I can give this nigga a chance. Then the Martin Luther King thing, (laughs) now this. I'm just saying, precious cargo. Yep. You need to be... Batting down the hatches and doing all the protecting. That's our aerial. Mm-hmm. Out here playing games, got her on the goddamn shade room with, with rappers. Hitting up hoes because you got into it with 
Harley, like, this oh, is for a t-shirt. So Why are you calling this girl a bitch because she got... First of all, who the fuck... For, if you wanted the t-shirt, if you were... The, it's, first of all, it's giving, like, literally, like, Target clearance. I don't know what the shirt was. Like, no shade. I couldn't really mm-hmm. see it. Neither one of them were really showing the shirt off. So, like, I don't know. But it's not... Like, it wasn't... Mugler. Like, it wasn't mm. a Gucci shirt. It wasn't Fendi. It was, like, a, a, a T-shirt that, like, looked like it came from Instagram or something. Again, it could be a cute vibe. Maybe I'm not I'm out of the loop. I don't know what the shirt was. But what I do know is that if it was that deep and you love the shirt that much, he wouldn't have had it. You would. That's what I do know. Oh, well. <laughs> Further the fuck more, there, I doubt that it's one of one, the only one, the number. Like, I doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So wouldn't it stand a chance that you have the same shirt? Whoever made it made another one. <laughs> Lastly, if he did give this girl the motherfucking shirt and she put it on and is on the internet, then the black fuck what? What are we supposed to do about it? Hunt her down and yell at her? Y'all don't have group chats. Y'all don't have therapists. Mm-mm. Y'all they don't, don't have. They do help. not have therapists. They do not have therapists. No, they don't. <sighs> and I don't even understand why you, as the ex girlfriend, are watching Hallie's stories anyway. How did you what are even you doing here? clock that Hallie was wearing the shirt? Why don't again, young people hey. bullshit? Young people bullshit. <laughs> Margaret, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Get you some business. <sighs> but yeah, I want that little boy to get away from her. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. No, nope. I don't like Tried it. Tried to be nice. I don't after like that to judge a book by its cover. Martin Luther King. I literally yep. don't know dick about this young man besides <laughs> the things that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? I, but I, I don't like it. Nope. I don't like it. Do not. That's Halle Bailey. Destiny's grandchild. Stop playing games. That's it. That's all I have this week for our hot talks. All right. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back right the fuck after. after no way. After. We do. Kid Furies. Sport. Shorts. I said, Kid Fury Sports. Yeah. Anyone for football? The big game happened this past Sunday. Sunday? Sunday. Super Bowl. Sunday. <laughs> yep, it did indeed take place. Mm. And at the game, the one and only Kansas City Chiefs took on the Eagles of, of Philadelphia live in Earth. And what took place was a smooth um shocking seat edging and controversial 
to the Kansas City Doll Babies. Still called Chiefs, huh? They are. Hmm. Hmm. Well, they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. Patrick Mahomes, this is the second Super Bowl MVP award. He completed 21 of his 27 passes. Okay, for 182 yards, three touchdowns. You can't tell this motherfucker a goddamn thing, all while being black and at the Super Bowl. And injured? Ankle. I'm sure you knew that, though. I did. Of course. You didn't let me... No, you're right. I'll just... I mean, it's... Every time this happens where you feel as though you I'm can chilling. undermine I'm my ability, hard work, research, <laughs> and dues. I'm chilling. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. <laughs> is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts yeah he had to limp off the field at the end of the second quarter due to an injury to his ankle apparently yet still came and swooped the doll babies and the girlies too much for a young jalen hurts and Devonte smith who performed as best they could quite well quite well but not enough to make the eagle soar to some rings. No sacks. No sacks. Zero sacks. None. Zero sacks. For the eagles. Sacks. No saxophone. Saxophone home. Yeah. <laughs> 
So the Kansas City Chiefs were victorious at the Rihanna concert. Congratulations to them. <sighs> Crazy ending, though. Apparently, some people were quite pissed because of a, a call by one of the refs. Uh, defensive holding or something like that. Yeah, real pissed because I guess the Kansas City Chiefs felt as though they were this close to busting out a 35-35 tie. But one of their players tugged on a jersey and got a foul and switched it over and then the Eagles to Chiefs. Eagles. Okay, I said that wrong. The Eagles... The Eagles were on the other side, and then they had somebody who pulled a jersey, and then that happened. Yep. The reverse thing. Yes. The switching the other side. The um, con the mar. Yep. So then the Chiefs won. Excellent. And that was the Rihanna concert bowl. Thrilling. It did was. you? What did you think of the sports? I thought it was an incredible game. Um, that these two were very well matched up, and yeah, you could just tell that the Chiefs made adjustments after halftime that the Eagles yeah, didn't. Yeah, but seriously, all credit to Jalen Hurts aside from that one play. I know you know the one I'm talking about. I felt like he crazy, wasn't it? Because, I mean, that's a fumble that the Chiefs picked up and ran right back for a... Right back for a... For a running moment. They did. the game. What a moment it was, too. So, aside from, you know, them recovering that fumble and taking it back for a touchdown, I thought Jalen Hurts played um a really great game i'm sure we'll see him on the big stage again um but i was you know personally i was a little sad i was rooting for the eagles because of abbott and um great reason other ties to philadelphia always love going to philly um so much love there so you know i was i was rooting for the eagles to take this one and was a little disappointed but uh, an excellent game, nonetheless. An excellent game. Yeah. Incredibly thrilling game. Um, mm. Packed around a a concert that we were all truly there for. And I as well was rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles because, you know, great team, great city, great um, cheesesteaks. Mm-hmm. And... Bel Air, and I've never been to Kansas City. And Eagles are <laughs> beautiful, majestic creatures. So, shout out to the Super Bowl and to sports. And you're welcome. And Jalen Hurts is so fine. <laughs> so, so, so fine. So, I was rooting for the Eagles for a few re- No, don't do that. Jalen Hurts is gorgeous. I literally didn't say anything. That is a truly beautiful face. <laughs> I feel bad because I know he's like 24, 25. But, oh, I mean, facts are facts, America. So, 
yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed the game. I was looking for you on the sidelines when I saw Blue Ivy. I was like, okay, Fury must be near because I see the celebrities are here, but you were probably busy working, doing mm, pregame yeah. interviews and stuff like that. And, you know, when you're in what the What a zone, day. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's really exhausting for you guys. So Mostly. What was your highlight of the, of the match itself? Was there any play in particular that you thought one of the teams executed really well? Yeah, I have to say, personally, in the very third quarter of the game, mm-hmm. when the the black one, yes, um, ran, and then the ball flew, and then it was caught, and then it was like whoosh and then everybody was like oh and then I was like yup <laughs> and then and honestly I have I keep seeing it everywhere yeah. TikTok Instagram Vine like that particular moment is has been like everyone's been talking about it so that was a big yeah. one that was a big one for sure so yeah yeah, yeah probably the highlight of the game really okay well, yeah, any other questions? Well, what did it, I mean, since you asked, yeah, what did you think about the whole uh, dynamic with the Kelsey brothers? Man, those brothers. You know, I've been, since this uh, Tory Lanez trial, I've just kind of been allergic to the name Kelsey. So... <laughs> I've never really, like... It's like I hear it and then I don't really get like a like the full meat. Good fucking night. The subject matter because of past dramas. But um I'm sure that at the end of the day, it is a situation that is situated in the realm of this reality as well as the next okay well couldn't ask for a better explanation than that honestly thank you for always sharing your expertise it is appreciated You're welcome. Mm-hmm. No wonderful all right well that's it for the sports charts we're gonna take a break and come back all right y'all we are back and it is time for your listener letters and see what the mess is about today hootie who <laughs> if you have a question for us. I don't know why that was on my spirit. Send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read it aloud on the show. Our first letter this week comes from Vanessa who says, my little brother Mike is 29 years old with two kids and one on the way. He and his girlfriend are not married, but they live together and he is the sole breadwinner for their household, or at least he was. His girlfriend is due any day now and he decided to quit his job without any backup. He truly disliked working at a call center, and I get that because I also hated it. But quitting shouldn't be an option when you have a family to care for and a whole new child on the way. It's been two weeks since he quit, and he hasn't started looking for a new job. My mom and I are pissed because he's been asking for both of us for money every month since January of 2022 to cover some of his bills that his income could not. I would help him, I would help him out because I didn't want my niece and nephew to go without Since he quit and didn't get fired, he won't be getting unemployment. So this means he's going to be leaning on my mama and I financially now more than ever. We've tried sitting down with him to go over his finances, but as a man, he doesn't want to discuss them because of his pride. 
But that same huh? pride didn't stop him from asking for money or quitting his job in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> I have no clue how to go about this. I haven't spoken with him because all I can think to say is, ain't this some shit? I don't want him and his family to be without, but I cannot do more from them for them than they do for themselves. If this was y'all's brother, how would you handle the situation? Thanks for all that you do. I look forward to the show every week, Vanessa. Wow, Vanessa. Oh, Mike. This nigga's playing. <laughs> Listen, three kids and you the sole breadwinner and you just said, fuck it, I'm not going to work no more? Because what? Because you know that you'll be taken care of by... Mm-mm. Nope. No, we can't do that. No, we cannot do that. You gonna have to get your ass up and get some shit figured <laughs> out. Like it's really that. What are we gonna have to do? We're gonna have to make deadlines. Because you can't like I don't know. I don't really the thing that's blowing me is it's like humble yourself a bit. You quit your job. Mm. All right. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, not right. Nigga, you got kids and no job. Ain't no more that. What is it? Hit the beat. Hit the... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Some newspaper Baby, I would have been down to the that. food stamp office the very next fucking day. The very next day. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, I would say first things first, y'all go sign up for everything y'all eligible to get. Wick, food stamps, all that. So that you don't have to worry about feeding these children, first and foremost. (sighs) But this issue of you being a 29-year-old man and just deciding to quit your job because you don't like it. It's almost like, do you know how this world works? Because it's pretty shitty, but you are far from the only person in a situation where they're in a job they hate, but they are forced to work because they have a family to support. Like... You have an obligation to these children to care for them. And the she put, you know, in the footnotes that the girlfriend doesn't work because childcare, which makes sense. Y'all have, you know, two and a half children now. So it's like whatever work she's doing, if she did work, probably her whole check and then some would go towards daycare anyway. So I get, you know, somebody staying home. Um But yeah, you and the thing is, he don't have to discuss his finances. He don't for pride or whatever other reason. But you and your mama don't have to dig in y'all purses either. And so it's a matter of what are y'all going to do about it? If this was my brother. You know, I I really can't even picture this. I'm trying right now. It's something about, you know, the the flavor of trauma we grew up with, but we don't do this. (laughs) We do not depend on others, (laughs) including other family. Um, But, oh, I think I would, I would, I would decide for me what I'm comfortable helping with and, and make that clear and sticking to that. Like, not just comfortable, like, what I want to give you, but also you have your own bills to pay. Like, 
you're not out here quitting your job all willy-nilly. You have to take care of yourself and whoever's in your household too. So I think that's where I would start with like, where can I even help and how do I, how do I want to help? Right. Yeah, like I said, I think that's a good, I think like setting boundaries, mm-hmm. the deadlines, all of that, and making it clear that it's like, this is exactly what you are getting. And this is exactly what you are not fucking getting. Yeah. And there's no take it or leave it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> bitch, you can get the fuck out. Like, okay, so. I don't know how that would go if you, because personally, I would be all the way checked out. Like Crystal said, you know, make sure that the children are fed and clothed and clean is the most important thing. But like, I don't know how to jumpstart niggas mm-hmm. who feel like they can just depend on somebody else while they just do whatever the fuck they want to do and just figure it out, like, on their own tempo. You don't have time for that. That shit is wholly irresponsible and disrespectful. So you're going to need probably some real harsh, um, tough love, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, some of that. And, I mean, I can understand not wanting your niece and nephew to go without. I would never be able to know that my nephew doesn't have something that he needs. Um, and I would for sure not be above being like, uh, get them kids dressed. I'll be there in 15 minutes to come get them. And we go into the mall and we having a day with auntie or whatever. Like me doing whatever I do for my nieces and nephews, that's never going to stop. But you two grown niggas who made these kids are going to have to figure something out. And even if it's like, you know, maybe he stays home and watches the kids and she gets a job. She's fully pregnant and due any day now. So it's going to be at least a few months, at least, before she's ready to go back to work and leave a fucking newborn. So, like, <laughs> nigga, I get you don't like working at a call center, but you need a job right now. And I don't, but you can only, you know, draw your own boundaries and say what you're going to do. If your mom is willing to donate her whole check to her son, and he's able to lean on her, then you can't do nothing about that. All you can say is ask for me. I won't be doing this because I find it incredibly irresponsible for you to just be like, fuck it, I hate this job. I'm not coming back no more. Nigga, you have kids. You literally have a responsibility to care for your children. So, yeah, girl, I would, I think, I think I would leave it at that. Like, just because somebody asks for money don't mean you have to say yes. And it don't mean you have to neglect your nephew either. You can still do for him. But this is this is some wild shit. In this economy, you just said, fuck it. Really? No unemployment coming in. Does he have some giant savings? Probably not if he was asking y'all for money on a regular basis. I just don't know what reality here. This is what I'm saying. I I don't. Going on. I don't even get this frame of mind. I have had some horrible jobs. I worked in a goddamn glass factory overnight. I worked overnights in a factory making glass bottles. When I was not even 29, like 24, to pay for school, to pay off my tuition, I 
this idea that the job sucks, so I'm not going to do it. I am just not built that way. I'm not at all. I will do whatever shit job I have to to take care of myself. So I struggle a lot with connecting with people who are like, oh, well, I just didn't want to. So I didn't like uh, that's your right. I just can't. I can't fathom. It's not for me. All right. All right. Best of luck, uh, Vanessa, with that conversation with your brother. Let us know how it goes. Our next letter comes from Lucas, who says, I was luckily able to snag four tickets to Club Renaissance with my friends. But it was a hundred. Yeah. It was a hundred dollars over budget for one of them. She says she wouldn't be able to make it, and so I told her I would find a replacement person to join our group because I didn't want a stranger tagging along. Another friend, Bianca, suggested that I sell the ticket to make a quick buck, so I went to StubHub. I wasn't sure how much I should list the ticket for, so I brought it up with my roommate Candice, who volunteered to pay for the extra ticket before I could mention that I wanted to sell it. I'm pretty close with Candice, but Bianca is not a fan of hers, which is one of the reasons why I wasn't planning on asking her to go with us. The concert is also a day before Candice's birthday, and she said that the semester had been kicking her ass, so this concert could be a gift to herself. In my head, I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have told her about it, but it's her birthday, so I'll say yes. She also technically didn't ask, she just offered to go. After I told Candice she could have the ticket, I told the group chat about it, but nobody has responded. (laughs) (laughs) the anxious part of my mind knows they probably started texting each other about it separately yes they absolutely did Yes, (laughs) this happened last night and i just woke up at 6 a.m all anxious about it how terrible would it be if i were to take the ticket back from candace technically i do need help paying for my own ticket so i could just say that i'm going to sell the extra one for that reason i just want to avoid any awkwardness with bianca who is also my ex, but that's a whole nother story and have a good and have a good carefree time at the show. Thanks for doing your show. I tune in every week and I love you guys. Congrats on 10 years, Lucas. What? You have gotten yourself into a pickle. Okay. Letting somebody invite themselves along to a Beyonce concert? Ooh, no. There's so many moments that I would have asked to pull over and get out. <laughs> Amen. Okay, I don't think that y'all understand what we be talking about when we we talk about these concerts. This isn't the time to play games. This isn't the time to play footsies. This isn't the time to be... Like, no, we don't have... This is Beyonce live on a stage within the air that you are within performing her music. Not just her music, her new music on an album that is so fresh so clean, so revolutionary, so sickening in all of its references and understanding that she is going to absolutely piss on each date. Girl, and you allowed... This is the time for you to stand within the armor of God, ten toes down, and be certain of the decisions that you are making. 
Okay. There's no inviting yourself on my ticket. There's no inviting yourself to a Beyonce concert that you weren't invited to. That is not how that works. Oh, my birthday is coming up. Okay. Well, you know what to get yourself. That's not how this works. <laughs> but oh, you, Lucas, agreed. Now, here's what you also can't do. Tell somebody that you told you can go to the Beyonce concert. They can't go to the Beyonce concert no more. Now you're a villain. Now you're evil. Now there's something wrong with you. Because yes, there is. Because you told someone that they could go see Beyonce and now you're telling them they can't. It is wrong. It is wrong. Now, could you, should you hit this person back and say, what, Bianca? Bianca is the friend. The other one. Candace is the roommate, yeah. Candace is, yes. You want to call them back and be like, could you? Yes, of course you could. Be like, hey, so the money... And so I'm going to do this or whatever. You could absolutely do that. And would you be within your right? One million percent. Your ticket, your money, you know what I mean? Your time. And you did not invite no motherfucking body. It is wild to say, hey, by the way, I'm coming. I mean, but you also like... (laughs) She was like, oh, I'll pay for it. And, you know, then it'll just be that. And it'll be my gift to myself. You could have just said, oh, well, <laughs> uh, it's actually not open to the, <laughs> to just anybody. Cute thought. Like, <laughs> Thanks for your input. <laughs> right. I'm thinking, yeah, you could have turned her down. But then in practice, I'm struggling with how exactly you would say that in the moment. I see how you got caught up. But you know that Bianca don't fuck with Candace. And would not want to go to a fucking Beyonce concert and be in Club Renaissance with that girl. So, I, yeah. I think I actually would just tell her, unfortunately, I didn't have the balls to say it to your face, but I can't sell you this ticket. No. I I can't sell you this ticket. No. No. You can come up with a lie if you want to. Um, but Candace ain't going. <laughs> Not that Candace. Um, it just, it doesn't add up. Nope. You're going to have to put on your big drawers, mm-hmm. head on over to this person and say, Candice, no. No, you may not come on this ticket to the function, okay? I thought about it some more. It's actually better that I do X, Y, as well as Z with the ticket. And my friends hate you. So... (laughs) I mean, that's what I was I really hope you get a ticket. I really hope that you get to enjoy the magic that is Beyonce Live. But, um... It won't be with it won't be with this pass. I wish you the best mm-hmm. of luck. Um I will think of you. Um, <laughs> prior to the show when I'm in line for a cocktail. Um yeah. 
because once the set list begins, honey, you will be the furthest thing <laughs> from my mind. I really wish you well. Um, I'm sure you can figure something out. And good luck. Yeah. If you want to play that for Candace, um, it would be cowardly, but she's not like it's not, it is foolish. Like nobody likes her. Um you didn't invite her. And it's best that you don't. Yeah. You didn't so figure it out. And you got Lucas, you're you're pretty bold to know you know Bianca don't like this girl. You told Candace she could have the ticket, buy the ticket off of you anyway, knowing Bianca don't like her. And then you went to the group chat and just said, I told Candace she could buy the ticket. Not like, oh my God, y'all help me. I needed help with trying to sell the ticket and now Candace thinks she can have it and I didn't know what to say in the moment you came to them like it was an announcement for them and not like oh shit I'm in trouble and then you wrote us the question about being in trouble like that yeah was... I really didn't want to leave that last part out <laughs> that was backwards <laughs> but are you crazy if I bought tickets with a group and then you tell me you inviting a bitch I don't like and not just inviting but she has the ticket like oh I told Candace she could buy the ticket girl Girl, <laughs> to have a friend, you have to be a friend. You're not being a friend right now. That is not a friendly way to interact at all. Bitch, you just going to tell me that the bitch I don't like is coming with us when we plan this? Uh-uh. No, no, no. If I were you, I would go right back to that group chat and be like, I apologize, y'all. I really don't know what was wrong with me in that moment. But of course, Candace is not coming to this show. And I'm going to put it on StubHub or, I mean, you said it's only $100 over budget for one of your friends. Maybe the other three of you can kick in the remaining money so that it can be the original four of you who plan to go or something like that. Maybe everybody can go sell plasma. Me and my friends used to do that in college to get a little extra money, shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, you could always pawn something. <laughs> There, there's so many options. Just listing it on StubHub, like you said, in the first place and, and getting some cash that way. There are so many options, but I'll tell you this. Say it sooner than later. Don't let it drag out. Now, we have some months till the North American leg of this tour, so you have time, but not a lot of time. You need to do this within the next few days. Go tell Candace, I am so sorry, but the ticket is not available. Apologize to your friends for coming at them like, oh, this is something I did. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. we're just yeah. going to talk about it. Hopefully y'all, yeah, hopefully y'all can talk about it after that because you came to it like it was a done deal instead of something to be discussed. And that was wrong. So you kind of owe everybody some explanations and apologies, but this isn't something that, you know, can't be fixed. But you do have to put on your big person panty draws and go do it. Even if it's a hard conversation, you do still have to go do it. So... Good luck with you navigating all that, Lucas. That is going to wrap up the ever so illustrious letters on this week's episode of the show. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed 
to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with Glad, so they are by the people for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. <laughs> Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. Or broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by, I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Okay, folks, we're back. It's time for the read. So I'm going to just be very brief and say uh, very quickly, fuck Donald Trump. Um, And I thankfully haven't said his name for any reason in a while or even thought of the bitch but um for whatever reason he decided to pop up and share his opinion on the rihanna concert i don't know why he felt like we needed it or we gave a fuck about his opinion but he tweeted i didn't know they were letting him do that again he tweeted, epic fail. Rihanna gave, oh, Christ. without question, the single worst halftime show in Super Bowl history. This after insulting far more than half of our nation, which is already in serious decline, with her foul and insulting language. Also so much for her stylist. So apparently, according to one Ronnie Jackson of Texas, Rihanna spray-painted fuck Donald Trump on a car at the Cadillac Ranch in Amarillo. Uh, Once upon a go-round, and they were still pissed about it, Donald Trump responded to this and said, without her stylist, she'd be nothing. Bad everything and no talent. He honestly, like, I think he short-circuits mid-speech. Yep. Yep. Bad everything. What? He does not know a lot of words. <laughs> He's like literally is a big fat baby. <laughs> yes. And not smart. Like such a living, breathing dumbass. And I don't understand where he came from. Epic fail. What the fuck? Who even? Nobody says what that anymore. Gramps. <laughs> you have a lot of nerve coming for the yes. fuck anybody. Okay? Anybody. The only talent that your dumbass has is for inciting violence and foolishness and dumbassery out of every fucking foolish conservative hick 
racist, dumbass, shit stain of a member of this country. Amen. You're talking about insulting the nation? What the fuck were you at? Do you think that your ass was doing for four years? The nation that's in serious decline? Yeah, you did a great job in helping with that. With her foul and insulting language? Grabbing by the pussy? Come on. Come on, preacher. It's like, what are we doing? You know, like, what are we doing? Just go fucking watch Mad Men and use your tweezers to poke around at that little pecker. That little... <laughs> it was just thumb at that little lima bean. <laughs> Flick it. And mind your fucking business in the presence of greatness, you ragged bitch. How dare you talk about somebody's motherfucking stylist when you literally just walk around looking like a Big Mac every day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like, are you absolutely serious? The way that they be packing your ass into a polo and khakis? Shut the fuck up and stop talking to a queen, bitch. Or about one. Who the fuck do you... During Black History Month? Don't get your ass whipped. And then Kodak Black... What? Oh, no. I don't even remember. Oh, God. I don't know. I guess he's still a Donald Trump fan. He responded what? to this and said, Uncle Trump say that shit garbage, man. Now, I feel like... I genuinely feel like there aren't many sparks firing off up there. <laughs> Ain't no way. Um, and so usually I just shut the fuck up. But, like, who do you need to speak to, sis? Where have you been? Yeah. First of all, I'm sure that if Donald Trump has ever acknowledged you, he thought that he was on the set of, like, a Jim Henson production. And that you were operated by puppeteers. Please. So the fact that you are still out here trying to latch yourself on to this nonsensical, completely irrelevant, unsolicited, dumbass comment that is bashing a Black woman that is more talented, relevant, important, and culture-shifting than the both of y'all. Mm-hmm. I could throw up, but I'm not in the mood. (laughs) And she's easily those things. Like, she... Rihanna has... God, it it doesn't even need to be said. You look at Kodak Black, you look at Donald Trump, and then you look at Rihanna. Like, there's nothing that needs to be said. Now, I do remember Trump got Kodak out of prison. He commuted that sentence for him before he left office. So that's probably why Kodak is still on his nuts, but not an excuse to be saying that any other artist, anything is garbage 
or co-signing that ridiculous man? Like, is it is it part of the deal that he like he got you out of jail and now you have to defend him on social media? Did the lawyers negotiate that? I'm just not understanding. I'm done. <sighs> well, fuck Donald Trump, as always. Um, I am also going to keep this short and sweet this week. Um, the NBA announced on Tuesday <clears throat> that Carl Malone is going to be one of the judges for the dunk contest during All-Star this weekend. Oh, boy. Um, this is the same Carl Malone who sexually assaulted and impregnated a 13-year-old girl when he was 20. And a sophomore at Louisiana Tech. Oh, boy. 13 years old is, what, 7th, 8th grade? Maybe ninth if you went to school early, but... I think it's at most 8th. Like you know what it is? Firmly, firmly, <laughs> firmly adolescent age person. Secure and tucked tightly in that underage category. There is never a justification... For a 20-year-old having any kind of sexual contact with a 13-year-old. And that was true even back in 1983 when that happened. So let's just go ahead and get that out of the way now. Obviously trash, obviously garbage. And even though a lot of people didn't know about this, because again, it happened in 83, way before social media, it has come back up a lot every time Carl Malone's name comes up. And it's really wild that the NBA made this decision because this is not like... A matter of opinion. This is not like hashtag allegedly. ESPN published a whole story about it damn near 15 fucking years ago. Carl was ruled to be the father after a paternity test was established by the courts because the family was asking for child support. Because, of course, it's not bad enough for him to not even be in the child's life. He was also not paying child support. They were asking for $800 a month. $800 a month from a nigga who is an NBA star. And even after they got it awarded, because again, DNA test says you're the fucking pappy. He reached out to settle again with the family because he felt like that was too much. The same Carl Malone who allegedly harassed Vanessa Bryant uh, back when he was chasing the ring that he never did end up getting when he was playing his last season with the Lakers and pissed Kobe off so fucking bad that he couldn't stay with the Lakers. And then, you know, whatever else went down from there. And now all of a sudden you retiring and, and never going to have a ring. I just know, you know what? I just know that the national goddamn basketball association does not have a shortage of people. They could have asked to judge this dunk contest. That's what I know for sure. Former players, on-air personality, WNBA players. They are just fans. There are only 20 people that play basketball and have played in history. (laughs) There are hundreds of options. And I get that. I think All-Star is in Utah, which, side note. Where's that? All-Star weekend in Utah Sounds like hell. <laughs> it is. It's in Salt Lake City. Are you even allowed to drink? Are Salt Lake City drunk? has a real housewives. I'm sure they get turned do, do they? Okay. Well, I mean, I'm just, I never think, oh, girl, let's go to Utah and turn up. Like, it just don't, that don't even really sound right to me. But 
anyway, I get, you know, oh, All-Stars in Utah. He used to play for Utah. You know, let's have him come back. But fuck that. Because the fact that he used to play for that organization is very fucking obviously not enough to justify overlooking the horrendous things this nigga is known to have done, especially when you consider that not ever, not one fucking time has there been a public statement from this nigga that expressed any kind of remorse or contrition or showed any fucking growth in him as a human being at all. He had other kids that he was dipping in and out of, kind of in their life, kind of not showing up when these niggas is 17 years old and shit. And the only reason he didn't get go to fucking jail for impregnating for impregnating this 13 year old girl is because the family was like oh he's a local boy you know like she was from his same town originally in louisiana and so it was like oh we don't want to get the local boy in trouble or whatever like you've been shown so much grace despite the shit you did in your life and even now in 2023 you are still being shown an incredible amount of grace and being invited to places where you it by every measure you fully deserve to never be asked to darken their doors ever again. But the NBA is just like every other giant corporation in this country. And there is not a lot that they will not overlook in order to highlight and platform the people who deserve it the absolute least. When you have every reason to just not and do it anyway. Yikes. Every NBA game is littered, especially... The big games when LeBron broke the record and all that, there are constantly former players, notable former players around the NBA. Like, you just cannot, you just can't tell me that the NBA was like, listen, guys, we're really back up against the wall, stuck between a rock and a hard place. We either get Karl Malone to judge the dunk contest or we'll have no judges. We'll have to cancel it. We'll have to cancel an entire segment of All-Star if Carmelone doesn't show up. No. <laughs> this was a choice. A nigga who sexually assaulted a child should never be invited to do shit else with your organization. The fact that he was even allowed to continue playing is crazy to me. But the nigga retired 20 years ago and... He's been retired longer than he actually played. Let the sleeping goddamn dogs lie. Let that dirty, flea-infested nigga stay exactly where he's at. It's just trash. It's trash. I know y'all don't give a fuck about women and girls, but to ignore all the shit that he's done and be like, oh, yeah, Carl Malone, you know, it's cute. He played for Utah. Let's have him back. No, bitch, let's not. You could just not. Ask LeBron. I feel like he knows some basketball players since nobody at the NBA knows any former players who could help judge this contest. See if Steph Curry knows somebody. I bet if y'all call Shaq. Also, or hell, fucking dunk contest. Get fucking Shaq. Drewski or Shiggy or somebody to do it. It doesn't even fucking matter. Like, who cares? None of it does. It's, it's all-star. Like... The point is to fuck new new and exciting hoes that you ain't never fucked before and and have a good time, make a little extra money. That's it. That's it. That's the whole point. Carl Malone didn't have to be a part of it, so fuck you for that. And that's it for me. I'm done. Well, girlies. Oh, and people that, that aren't girlies. 
Yeah, I think that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Um, check us out at This Is The Read on social media. Our website is thisistheread.com. Uh, we look forward to seeing those of you who are going to be at our 10-year anniversary show here in New York City on Sunday. Uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys there. And, oh, yes, we're having a pop shop, pop-up pop shop presented by Target. There will be free giveaways, classic favorites, and et cetera. Lollipop, That's going down. Sorry. <laughs> no, this is fine. But yeah, this Saturday, February 18th, 1 to 5 p.m. <clears throat> at 31 East 31st Street here in the city or check our Instagram for additional details. But yeah, um, come on and pop up to the pop up. And those of you who have tickets, we'll see you at the show on Sunday. Anything else from you before we head out for the week? Um, live show, pop-up shot. Mm-hmm. Voting for the Image Awards is closed, which again, it is. Super excited about that and very honored. And I think that's it. Yeah, thank you to everybody who voted for us. Um, and we'll see some of y'all at the Image Awards uh, next weekend, weekend after next, however you say it. Yeah, this, we'll s- <laughs> not this weekend, but next week. But the yeah. next, yes. Yeah. So thank you guys for all the love and support over the past decade. And we will see y'all next week. We'll see what we Link is beefing with. Or who? Oh, yeah. She's, she's been pissed. <laughs> People just open the door and, like, mind their business and go home from a hard day's work. And she's like, no, I'm going to interrupt that. Who are you? What are you doing on my floor? Who do you think you are? What do you have to bring me? They don't even have to be coming to your apartment. Literally not. Like, the apartment literally on the other side of the goddamn floor. And she's like, <laughs> where have you been? Where are you coming? Where are you going? What did you bring me? What's for me? Come say hello. Good girly. <laughs> Love that for her. All right. Bye.